live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. What is up? Welcome on in. You're listening to Wildcard Sports on Clear Lake Today Radio. I'm your host as always, Will, joined by some uh, new co-hosts here today. Evan, the Suburban Menace, my roommate, uh, been on the show before here, but joining us live from the house. We are all in quarantine and uh, also got a, got a new host here today. Tyler Tanner, the other roommate, coming on in. Tyler, we got to find another nickname for I was you. I say the other roommate's not a good enough nickname. Yeah. Tyler, the other roommate, Tanner, on yeah. the show. I mean, hey, we'll figure something out. We got Evan the Suburban Menace. I'm not sure uh, I've got a nickname yet. I guess the Goach or something. That's what they put. That, that's what they put on the show promos. We're but. not allowed to tell you or say your nicknames on the radio. Ah, ha, ha, good yeah. one, good one. Well, of course, uh, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, I'm sure you know what's going on out there. We got a lot of craziness. We're we're in unprecedented territories out here with the coronavirus we're doing a show live from home uh so this is very very weird but hey we got a lot to talk about we had to get the emergency podcast nfl free agency is going bananas out there we're going to dive into that get some of the thoughts on that one houston texans fans out there you know i i I sympathize with you guys because you know as a chiefs fan for all the years that i was i know some bad trades when i see them but we'll dive into it i think uh, i think we got some interesting uh interesting analysis on that one uh, as well, we're, with everybody out there in quarantine, we're going to talk a little bit about the top sports games that you can play while you're in quarantine out there. But again, i got to remind everybody, we are coming from home, so if you hear some background noises on this one, this is raw. This is authentic. You know for sure that, hey, we're doing this for you, the people. We could have just sat at home. We could have done nothing. But you know what? Props to you guys. Tyler, Evan, thanks for coming on. I do, I do what I can. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, trying to keep oh, cheer man. to spread throughout the nation. Yeah. Well, we got to start off talking about this. The coronavirus out there. Guys, we're in completely unprecedented territory. And, I mean, I'm sure everybody can tune in and get different analysis on that one. We're going to keep it live. We're going to talk sports. But, you know, I'm going to start with this. If there was one sport that could have made any type of financial gain or if it made any sense to keep it going, what did, what was the XFL thinking? The XFL had a beautiful thing going. They could have kept this running. But instead, they decided to shut it, shut it down, which I give a little bit of respect. But why not shut the XFL down for two weeks, come back out, play it in front of no crowds? They could have made a killing. But now we're going to get a 30 for 30 documentary in 10 years about why the XFL got shut down because of coronavirus. No, I mean, you're obviously safety precautions. Uh, I think, like you said earlier, the scary part about all this stuff is just the un... Uh the unevaluated variables that we have. We don't really know where we're going to be in a month or two months. And I think right after the report, XFL shut down, they came out and said a couple of their players had it. I know they had one or two confirmed case that same week. So it's just like, what do you, at that point, you start pulling players and then how much are the rest of the teams infected? I understand it. Uh, and it's kind of, I almost put those two moments as synonymous of like realizing how much money they left on the table and realizing how large this coronavirus thing was going to be. Um, it's pretty crazy, pretty pretty numbing to yeah. see how much money they left out there, though. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's it baffles me because, like I said, if there's any sport out there could have gained uh, could have gained this, could have figured this out, you figured that the XFL would have tried to find a way. But I know Tyler here, he was probably the biggest uh, proponent yeah. of the XFL. So <laughs> I know you're... Biggest <laughs> fan in the world. Yeah, but got us tickets to the first one, but I don't know, man. If they had gone into quarantine self-quarantine early and maybe all the players and they tested all the players and none of them had it yeah they would have been averaging probably 27 million viewers a game exactly making where are you getting those statistics 
Uh, I've got it right yeah, here. Yeah, right. twenty-seven million. <laughs> okay, okay. But no yeah. other sports on. No, I agree. I mean, they would have. I I feel like it would have rivaled like Super Bowl stats, man. As far as viewership goes, if that's on ESPN on Saturday and Sunday, what else is any other sports fan going to watch? I think we had UFC that weekend. Yeah, so Saturday night would have been dedicated to UFC. I watched that on ESPN um, because it was the only sport on. Once again, though, people would have tuned mm-hmm. in the XFL. But uh, I think it just shows you how serious this virus is. Stay inside, kids. Uh, watch out. Don't go visit your grandparents. Uh, it's it's getting wild out there. The extreme football league can't handle it, neither can you. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Of course, obviously, I, I'm not going to completely insult them and say that it's ridiculous that they shut it down. I'm just saying that if I felt like they could have tried to do a little bit more, figure out a way to keep this going. But unfortunately, they just chose not to. And now, you know what? We have to suffer in one of the biggest sports hiatus we've ever seen. Probably the biggest sports hiatus. But, man, this is something I was saying the other day. We're going to be telling our kids about this someday. Any chance P.J. Walker's in the NFL 2021 season we see come up? Oh, Tyler was the big proponent of this. He's not going to start anywhere for sure. But uh, I could see him, you know, he's... Better some of those second stringers out hey, there. Third if, you're, string. if you're paying Teddy Bridgewater twenty million a year, I think anything can happen at the quarterback's position in the NFL. Right. Well, now. y'all saw he was already getting scouted in the last couple games uh, to be Russell Wilson's backup. Um, so I, you know, who I, is that right now? Like Tavares Jackson? <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, Russell's been the the quintessential iron horse, so I'm not yeah. sure there's really a need for him. But yeah, we'll see there. Uh, by the way, gotta give a shout out uh, on Clear Lake Today Radio. We've got another podcast. It's dedicated solely to the XFL. These, really? Yeah. These Holy guys, moly. These guys, man, props to them. I don't know their names. I hope to meet them at some point. These guys know everything about the XFL. Like, three months before the game even started, they were talking about, you know, each go, breaking down each roster on the XFL. I was thoroughly impressed. They have an hour a week on the XFL? I don't know if it's every week, but I know that their first episode was like an hour and a half, and it was like... A they month need to be on TV. It was like a month before the season started, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, how are these guys going to talk an hour and a half That's about the insanity. XFL? But they broke down the roster, and it was great. It was entertaining. Yeah. I've, shout out to them. So, obviously, if you have a Dude, chance, go listen to them. I, if anyone hasn't seen the XFL games or if we ever get an opportunity to Not go going to, one to get again, another one, you can well, we'll pay per view. I'll tell you, all listeners out there, though, if you ever get an opportunity to go to a Roughnecks game, please come out and support the team. Uh, tickets aren't expensive, and the atmosphere is just fantastic. Are so, you one of the players? Come out and support us. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, by the way, please sponsor. XFL. Clear like today. Can you, play, by can you play our, pay our salary, please? Yeah, right. <laughs> I looked it up, by the way. Uh, Se- Seattle Seahawks backup quarterback, Geno Smith. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. And I mean, PJ, yeah, PJ Walker definitely fits uh, fits that Seahawks system a little bit better. All right. Well, as we said, the XFL they missed an opportunity. They didn't take advantage of the viewership out there that could have been for them. Really dominated or that they could have dominated during this time. So you know what? You guess what happens? Of course, the NFL does what they do. Anytime there's downtime, they figure out a way to get in the headlines. Free agency kicks off. Guys, what a start to free agency. I, I don't know. Are we are we blowing this out of proportion just because we don't have any sports? But I'm thinking back on this, and I've said this a couple weeks ago. This is the craziest quarterback free agent market that we were seeing ever. But it has not disappointed. We're a week in at this point. It has not disappointed at this point. But... You know what? Maybe we're just talking about this because of the coronavirus. It's it is pretty crazy though, and it's also I enjoy it. We also had a crazy NBA free agency that's last true. year, yeah, and then that's leading true. to this, got a crazy NFL. All the sports are uh, mixing up. Dynasties are falling apart. God, I was about to say, did Tom Brady moving to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers puts this in the contest for the craziest free agency of any sport ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anyone could have predicted that. Bill O'Brien was the stupid icing on the cake on that one. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Absolutely top five free agencies of all time, in my opinion. And oh, what a gift! Right what now. a gift for us in the midst of a national crisis. You it know, is I gotta true. say. It, as mad as I am at Bill O'Brien, it took my mind off of things for a day or two just to be a completely pissed off Texans fan. My crumpled up DeAndre Hopkins jersey is in the corner of my room right now. Yeah, I thought you were going to wear uh, that for this podcast. I was thinking about it, and I was just—I looked at it, and I was too upset. So yeah. here we are. You now, you now own. If I correct me if I'm wrong, but you have two NFL yeah, jerseys. I have two NFL jerseys. You have a Tom, have, yep. Tom Brady Patriots jersey and a DeAndre Hopkins Texans jersey. So. Yeah, one off season. Those uh, the value on those jerseys. Yeah, no. what, what can you do? You know, uh, Brady Bucks jerseys looking pretty suave though. I gotta yeah. say, I might have to pick me one yeah, of those up. Look. Yeah. Look. All right. Well, we're gonna have to dive into all of this. Of course, uh, Tom Brady. That's the big news. But hey, before that even happened, as you said, uh, Evan, biggest news: Texans DeAndre Hopkins traded to Arizona. Shocking trade, really. Uh, traded to Arizona for David Johnson in a second round pick. Of course, we know y'all's initial reactions crazy, but. I don't know, guys. I, you know, I was talking about this. I actually went on one of a local sports show. I think you guys heard me go on there. Uh, talk to them and uh, kind of explain why I don't think that this is so crazy. But I'll, let me ask you this, Evan. I'll, or either one of you, take this. What what makes this trade so crazy and so unpredictable to you guys that made Texans fans get up in arms about this? Because I just don't think that this trade was as crazy as everybody's making it out to be. Uh, if I start talking, I'm going to start for 20 minutes. So go ahead, Tyler. Uh, I think a lot of the, um, know, what's the word, thing that's uh, holding the Texans back from really buying into this trade, one of the big things is David Johnson's injury history. And, you know, he's been a great quarterback when he's healthy, but he's right. had a lot of question marks mm-hmm. throughout his career. And is it worth giving a B-hop for that question mark? Yeah, I mean, okay, so the way I look at it this year is the Texans' offseason plan, and there's a ton of facets, we'll get into this, but... The, the, the two things the Texans had to do going into this offseason, they, cl- they had to clear more cap space and they had to get more draft capital. So at this point, you have to clear up cap space if you're the Texans. So Laramie Tunsil, going to get a, free, a new free agent contract. He's going to be the highest paid left tackle in football. That's $20 million a year right now. That, that they're going to have to give to Laramie Tunsil. And then, of course, Deshaun Watson, this is his first year of eligibility, uh, a, free, or a new contract, being eligible for a new contract. So what if the Texans are saying, okay, we're going to take on David Johnson's big contract this year. I think is what he's owed, like $12 million, $10, $12 million this year. Can't cut him. But next year, they can cut him. They'll save $9 million in doing so. Kenny Stills off the books. That's going to be another 10 to 15, or I'm sorry, 15 to $17 million that they're going to have so they can clear up and pay those guys that they need to. This isn't about Bill O'Brien being mad at DeAndre Hopkins or whatever Michael Irvin went on ESPN and said. This is about them clearing up space and getting a cheap free agent or cheap draft picks so that they can be able to pay guys. Because think about it. Deshaun Watson is going to get at least $35 million. At least. Okay, Laramie Tunsil, $20 million. I'm not a math expert, but I'm pretty sure that's $55 million if I did my math right there. Oh. So how how are they going to do that? And then on top of that, DeAndre Hopkins wants a new contract. How are they going to be able to pay him 18 to $20 million a year? How many years did DeAndre Hopkins have on his contract? Uh, he had three three yep. years left. Okay, $39 million, I believe it is. Yeah. Three or $39 million. We take on a 10 to $12 million running back contract, which is probably top 10 in the NFL among running backs right now. Okay, for one year, yes. For no reason. It's not for no reason. It's uh, a position you're telling, about. You're just telling. You're telling me that you can't move DeAndre Hopkins' thirteen million dollar year contract. Right no. Now. Okay. So this is the problem. Everybody's comparing this this deal. They're saying, okay, look at Stephon Diggs. Look at uh, 
Uh, OBJ. Look is that at, not a good uh, It's not. Comparison? It's not because think about this. When it comes to OBJ, for, if we're going to start there, OBJ got traded. They got a first-round pick, third-round pick. Also, the Browns gave up their uh, first-year safety, who was a first-round pick. But OBJ is coming off a new contract with the Jets that was front-loaded. So the, the Browns right now are only paying OBG, OBJ 10 to $11 million a year. It came out. It got leaked before this trade even got made. It got leaked out that DeAndre Hopkins wanted a new contract. He wanted to be paid somewhere 18 to $20 million a year, and he was going to hold out till he does that. As soon as that comes out, the, the, the value of DeAndre Hopkins plummets. It absolutely plummets at that point. So the the person you have to compare this trade to is the Antonio Brown trade. But because he got was getting a new contract, and they only got a third round But it's not a contract year, Will. I mean, regardless of negotiation, their holdout is different than a contract year. And if, if Antonio Brown is going to the Cardinals this year and pay, playing for $13 million, and we only got, what, we swapped a second for or fourth for You're a second? You're saying D-Hop. D-Hop going to the Cardinals. Yes. I, there, he's going to play there for $13 million. We He's saved, not going to. We he's saved going to a new contract. We saved effectively $2 million on that. And then, and still, after that, I was kind of on board with you. I was kind of on board with this argument. But then we go and we guarantee an injured second, who's never been a number one on any team, I don't believe, except maybe Green Bay one year, an injured Randall Cobb, $19 million in guaranteed money on a three-year deal. Yeah. No, I, I mean I, that trade. So if your if your argument is I'm looking to free up cap space here, I'm looking to make advancements for Deshaun, that totally blows it out of the water. No, and it, you're taking on another running back contract that you didn't need to take on. In those examples with OBJ year. and Antonio Brown, they were free agents. You're not taking on a contract. So why are you taking on that expensive of a contract if your purpose there is to alleviate some money for Deshaun and weapons? Because they're going to be able to get rid of David Johnson after a year. It's a position of need. And then on top of that, we're looking at a super heavy wide receiver class. Now, granted, I'm with you to a certain extent. As far as Randall Cobb signing goes, doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know. But at, at the same time, they're paying half the price of what they would have to pay for Hopkins. Theoretically, I'm telling you right, if he gets his new deal. he's not. He already said he's not going to play unless he gets a new contract for $18, 20000000 We'll see what happens. Uh, either way, I think if you're trying to save cap space, there's plenty of better ways. I'm furious at Bill O'Brien. I'm um, just saying, if you look at this trade... If I'm, just, you, I'm tired of us being contenders, Will. You weren't going to get a first-round pick being, from DeAndre Hopkins. I, I know. I'm just tired of being on the cusp of two to three games away from a championship. And we've been there like four or five times. And we keep making these little negative moves. Okay, so let me turn this to Tyler real quick. Tyler, are the Texans that much worse without DeAndre Hopkins? Are they that much worse? That's the question. Are they that much worse? Does Should they have paid uh, DeAndre Hopkins another eight, $8 million a year, seven to $8 million a year, take a chance at not being able to sign Laramie Tunsil, the guy they gave up all their first-round picks for? I mean, it, what, what's the what's the play here? What would be the play here to keep DeAndre Hopkins for the Texans? I just feel I haven't done too much research into the trade, but I feel like Bill O'Brien could probably have researched better trades. It's about value. It's about value. Okay, what value though? What value after that got leaked? Okay, if uh, the reason I'm comparing this to the Antonio Brown trade is because Antonio Brown wanted a new contract. He is getting a new contract the second he stepped foot into into Oakland. Okay, so at that point, that makes his value substantially less. And so, what did the Steelers give up or, or get for Antonio Brown? They got a third round pick and a fifth round pick. Okay, that's and I'm pretty sure the Texans got better value than that. They got a second. And, uh, they got a second. DeAndre and Hopkins and Antonio Brown are not on the same mental field, and well, I think we're that not is apparent. About that. Well, not. that goes into your value of being traded. 
But that okay, nobody thought that he was going to be the complete uh, Josh Gordon is an was. absolute beast physically, but is he worth a third round pick right now? No, he's not. He can't stay on the field. He's a psych he's just he's not there. He's not he doesn't have a football playing mentality where he's going to come out there and get better. Okay. And I think that's different with D-Hop. That's that's my thing. I think we got I think we got gypped on the value. I'm worried about Bill's ability to be a GM along with a coach. And I don't trust him at this point. And that's what I'm worried about. And I, honestly, sorry Texans fans, but I agree with you on this too. If you're gonna dump money, you dump JJ. Yeah, it's gotta ha- it's gonna happen at some point. Texans fans better get ready for it, whether it's this offseason or whether it's next. He's he'll pl- he'll play. Dollars, he'll yeah. play. Matt Thomas, eight games, six x <laughs> and that's just it's what he's gonna be. And it's just hard to come back from back injuries. It sucks, but uh, in the words of Kylo Ren, you know what? Let old things die. <laughs> nice. I like it. I like it. Okay, but uh, going back to my original point, I'm just. If I'm the Houston Texans going into this offseason, there was two goals. There was two things that had to be done. You had to get more draft picks, and you had to clear up cap space, whether it's this year for Laramie Tunsil or it's next year for Deshaun Watson. So who on that team were they going to be able to trade and get any type of draft capital? J.J. Watson doesn't have any trade value. You can cut him, save some cap space, but you still don't have draft picks. I mean, the only play for the Texans here was to trade DeAndre Hopkins in offenses aren't predicated around DeAndre Hopkins. It's not as bad as everyone's making it out to be. It's just hard to justify giving up an all-star and taking on a washed-up old running back and a large contract and for not getting a good year. Trade. I know, but it's, it's still... one year, you're going to be able to You're getting a lot of bad for... for You're not really getting anything in this trade if you don't do anything with that second-round pick. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm, like I said, I'm not saying that it was a great trade, but I understand the Texans' rationale on this one, and it's something that if that was the plan going into the offseason, had to be done. But okay, well, so what's your what's your dra- what's your trade grade on this one? I'm I'm getting your uh, stern F yeah. on this. No, it's a D. I, see, I'm, I'm D minus. I, I'm going to say it's a C plus for the Texans on this I'm one. Say C minus. C minus. Yeah. I mean, C plus C plus for the Texans. I mean, it's not a great trade. Obviously, you have to give up. What is what is it for the Cardinals? Oh God! Well, because if that's an A trade for the Cardinals, which it is, it does this D, make this yeah. an F or a D? I don't see the thing is like that's you can't really because you can't rate it a C plus for the Cardinals if you're going to give it a C minus for the Texans. The thing is for the Cardinals, though. I I, I mean, if they're if they give in, I'm it, it, to be to be dated as for or to be announced for the Cardinals part because if they have to give a wide receiver eighteen to twenty million dollars, I'm sorry, no wide receiver in the NFL is worth eighteen to twenty million dollars. I don't care how good you are. And on top of that, it's not like the Cardinals' wide receiving core was in a bad place. It just made them go from a good wide receiving core to probably the best in the NFL at this point. And I'm not sure how much that helps the Cardinals at this point. The best receiving core is with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, mm. by the way. Do we well, have a segment on I'm sure well, we have Tom. Well, yeah, we'll, 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 talk, we'll go ahead and get into that as far as that goes. So, yeah, other big news in the NFL free agency this week. Tom Brady finally announced it. It sounds like it sounds to me, before we get into the Bucks part, you know, I, I want to talk about the Patriots facet on this one real quick. It sounds like his sa- his fate was sealed in New England the second that Stephon Diggs got traded to Buffalo and DeAndre Hopkins got traded to Arizona. This, to me, I'm looking at this. The Patriots made no place to go get him any other weapons, which was a clear emphasis for Tom Brady saying, hey, I'm willing to resign there, but you got to get me weapons. Why was why was Bill Belichick not willing to go out there and get weapons? The only thing I can figure is he was ready. He's ready to move on, too. Uh they're the number one defense in the NFL last year. I mean, if there's ever a time, but Tom why did Brady's, they lose? How old's Tom Brady? Uh, Forty-two, probably I mean, going into I'm, forty-three. But, yeah, like I, they lost because of the offense, right? I mean, yeah, obviously. Do you give a forty-three-year-old thirty-plus million dollars a year when you lost because of your offense? 
Well, if they're gonna, if they have a chance to remain in Super Bowl contention with it. If they got some weapons and they put Brady, right or wrong, that's you're asking for a lot. And I think right or wrong, other, there's other people Brady, you can plug in, but you can't. I, I, you'd have to get people to go there on a discount to be weapons for Tom Brady, which is something that the Patriots have shown an ability to be able to do in the past. I mean, you got guys out there available. AJ Green's going to be available. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I I'm not sure. I understand the the Bill the Bill Belichick facet as far as this goes. Like, why was he not more willing to go out there and get weapons to keep Tom Brady there? Who do you I, like to win the AFC East? Oof. That now, I guess. Well, the Bills, huh? the Bills have got to be the favorite. Yeah, but I mean, I, you got to wait and see. We got to wait and see who the Patriots get. Because I mean, if if Brissett, that's the guy I keep an eye out for. But uh, Tyler, I think uh, was it you who said who said uh, who's the odds-on oh, favorite sorry. to be the uh, starting quarterback of the Patriots next year? I don't. Was this me? It was. No, or was it, was, you? it was me. Yeah, uh, and I know it because I'm a Texans fan. And Bill O'Brien, if you trade Deshaun Watson, but he's going to be a free agent. It's, if you don't re-sign Deshaun Watson, it's not going to be good. What if it turns out all along Bill O'Brien's Dude, a sleeper agent for the Patriots? That, sends him Deshaun yeah, Watson. Right, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Bill, what yeah. if Bill just sends out all these assistant coaches, you know? Like yeah. Mike Vrabel's going to like find some Titans but players. Yes. Like, hey, tell Derrick Henry to come over. Deshaun Watson, odds-on favorite to be the Patriots quarterback in 2021. That can't be right. Is that uh, right? Dude, it's, I, it was a text. It was an unconfirmed text. Oh, man. we got to research oh, that, and we're going to have to find out if that's the case. Pull that up. Okay. Well, <laughs> so that being said, Tom Brady, not going back to the Patriots, uh, at this point, of course, Tom Brady, everybody knows, going to the Bucks. Uh, looks like the deal is going to be worth around thirty million dollars. It's got to be a couple year contract, two or three, right? It's got to be. He's not going there on a one year thirty million deal. I, I think it's two years sixty mil. Years, yeah. Yeah. So hey, that sets up next year, twenty twenty one. You know, uh, did the Tampa pa- Bay's match, matching up with the Patriots? Did going the Patriots offer him the same contract? Mm, I think so because it came well, out. It was, it was a like one year thirty. It, they definitely offered him thirty, it was 30 million dollars a year. I, think it, I, I think just don't was, remember if it was the second year. I think I think they offered him two years, sixty million. It, but at the end of the day, it wasn't about the money for him going back to the Patriots. He said, "You got to get me weapons. I'm tired." I mean, it was it was more of a respect thing, you know. It's about respect. It's about honor, as uh, the great Tom Brady would say. So they obviously didn't show enough initiative to get him back that they wanted or that Tom Brady wanted to see from them. So obviously he goes on to the box. So. Now we got to talk about this. You know, I'm sitting there. I'm I'm listening to this. You know, Fox Sports comes out says that Bucks are the odds-on favorite for Tom Brady at this point, or that he's pretty much signed there. So I'm sitting there. I'm thinking this doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me. I mean, I, there's a lot of different places I could go, but guys, you got to look at this Bucks roster at this point. Pro Football Focus seventh best offensive line in football last year. Mike Evans, who's definitely due for a bounce back year. Chris Godwin, uh, not to mention the the Con, uh, Cameron Brait, uh, O.J. Howard. Guys, this is this is a plethora of weapons. Are the are the Bucks now the definitive team to beat in the NFC now? No, I don't even know if they're the definitive team to beat in the NFC South. Ooh, NFC South. Why? I'm I'm very much looking forward to those two Brady Breeze matchups. Yeah, we'll see it now. By the way, um, do I mean what? Where did they rank on points per game on defense? I'm sure this would be easy for us to to look I, up, but I it was I guarantee you they're in the bottom ten teams in the NFL. The reason they but how many how many of those defensive <laughs> pick sixes exactly <laughs> pick sixes how many were pick sixes or bad field position that the uh, the Bucks gave up at this point? So I, I don't know. I mean I just looking at this roster and top to bottom if the, if if anybody's going to be able to get anything out of out of Tom Brady, it's Bruce Arians. I do what. Well, it's kind of funny to mention that, though, because I think the X factor for if Tampa Bay was going to win the game most every week last year, or, yeah, most every week last year was James Winston. And I don't know if that changes between him and Brady now. I just, it's it's hard to believe. Less mistakes, that's 43 for 43 sure. years old? Yeah. 
But okay, so I'm uh, listen. I know there's a ten year difference here, but if we're gonna look up Bruce Arians' track record, uh, Carson Carson Palmer back in the day. Let's go from uh, going from Oakland. He got traded from Cincinnati to Oakland. Everybody was like, okay, he's in Oakland. He's washed up. 34, 35 years old, uh, going to the Cardinals. And what does Bruce Arians do? He turns him around. He has the most passing yards, most touchdown passes that he's ever had in his career. Uh, averages, of course, the most yards per game. So all I'm saying is Tom Brady is not top 10 at this point, or borderline top 10 at this point, but he's not a liability as a quarterback anymore. And if we're going to pair him up with any coach that's going to be able to take advantage of him, it's Bruce Arians. So, I mean, I'm just looking at this, and I think that this could be a good fit. And honestly, the 49ers losing guys left and right to free agency. They've got guys that they're going to have to re-sign. They're going to be a different football team. So at this point, I'm looking at it, and I think the Bucks might be the team to beat. So, I don't know. Thoughts? Well, Brady will have uh, more time in the pocket because he's got a better line from him. Yeah, That's for might, sure. Might be able to have better production this year. Uh, I think a big question mark on whether Tampa Bay will be the team to beat will be how well they draft and get running backs. Cause I don't really, they don't really have a strong, yeah. they don't really have a strong running back uh, situation right now. Speaking yeah. of that, do we uh, are we hitting Todd Gurley today? Ooh, what happened? Uh, he unfollowed the Rams. There's something going on with Todd Gurley. Well, oh, and, look uh, it up. Let's get on Sports Track. What, yeah. is, what is the cap hit for him? Because that's it's a uh, lot of money, and I don't think he's the... worth it. But I think he said he's pretty much done in L.A. Uh, from what I've heard. Well, I mean, obviously, as soon um, as he signed the, signed that contract, I mean, he, it turned into one of the worst contracts in football at this point. You never pay a running back. I uh, do. Well, never we pay just gave run... David Johnson twelve. That's million, different. So You're going to be able to cut him next year. It's not. It's not going against you. But Speaking anyway. of contracts, I got a ten minute rant on Dak. If we can do that today, too. Okay. What he signed the the, the my boss tried to tell me he's top eight. Oof. Uh, it mean, was hard to put eight in front of him, man. It's hard right now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, hard out there. you got Patty. Uh, you've got. I mean, you, you, Breeze, can you I put feel, Brady and Breeze above him? I think he. Oh, I don't know. That is a tough. I mean, he put up numbers last year, but obviously there was a lot of things that didn't go his way. Well, so. in Dallas's offense, just look at all their other weapons: Amari and Z- hundred million dollars now. Schefter. Rams are releasing running back Todd Gurley. Ooh, when was that? Todd Gurley on the ago. market. Six minutes ago? Oh, man, wow. I'm a genius. On wow. the market. That's I'm, incredible. Yeah, I wonder what that Before ca- this podcast started. Wow. Uh, that's in- incredible. Okay, so Todd Gurley. I mean, obviously. The, during the podcast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, right, the Rams yeah. are, in, are are so sideways as far as the salary cap goes. I mean, with the new Goff contract. As soon as they gave Goff and they gave Gurley the new releasing, contract. Releasing, by the way? Uh, the, it's probably not a huge cap hit against them. You don't them, think? So. Uh, dude, that's crazy how much non-dead money. Okay, so you're ta- you're talking about a running pra- back problem in the Bucks. Ten point five million. Yeah. Okay, here let's let's wow. let's go out here real quick because the Bucks, of course, aren't in need. I mean, obviously, I guess we can see what Ronald Jones turns out, but there are guys lining up to go play with Tom Brady in the oh, Bucks yeah. at this point. Todd Gurley, that might be that might be an interesting fit. He's there, not so. going to take that discount. Yeah, he he's already getting paid. He's already got the guaranteed money. Okay, who is going to pay Todd Gurley at this point? A guy who's got arthritis arthritis in his knees. And has been on a severe down track, at least since he's uh, gotten the new contract. Who's going to go out there and pay Todd Gurley? Nobody. Nobody is going to go. Nobody pays for running backs anymore. You uh, can find them. They're a dime a dozen. Call in the Bill draft. O'Brien, dude. He's looking for them all the time. What are you talking about? We oh signed like gosh. three in the last nine months. Yeah, but those guys were cheap. You keep getting on this David Johnson train. It's not going to be as bad as, it, as you think it is. I but. just want to hate on Bill, dude. I miss D Hop. I got to go get another Texans jersey now, and it's just you're hitting me in my you're hitting me in my Bill fold. Uh, 
Okay. All right. So all right. So going back to Brady though, NFC NFC. So there's another another chess piece gone at least for the for the Rams at this point. So who are the favorites in the NFC at this point? Um, it's got to be the Bucks. Who who else are you putting in front of the Bucks right now? Yeah, it is tough. Uh, like I said, the Saints are are good competition in the South. Saints I'm just going through uh, my division. Just wait here. for them to choke again. Uh, Eagles are full of talent that will never be realized. Is Carson Wentz above Dak? By the way, when we're talking about top eight. Ooh, I, I guess if if all things considered, you got to put Dak above him just because of the injuries. But so do you put Dallas on that ranking right there with Tampa? Oh yeah, I mean Dallas is going to be up there for sure. I mean they're contenders. But if you're asking me which who what you, coach what you, coach do you trust more, Arians or Mike McCarthy? I know you can say McCarthy's got a Super Bowl, but I trust Arians more than McCarthy. Which quarterback do you trust more, Brady or or Dak? Which wide receiving core do you trust more? Which offensive line do you trust more? Now, I guess that's a, that's a good competition right there. But if the Cowboys are going to have the injury problems that they've had last few years. I mean, I think they can run the ball, and I like Dallas' defense more. So I'd have to go Dallas. Uh, is, has Vegas updated the rankings? Who is the favorite in the NFC South at this point? I don't know. I go, we can pull it up. Because, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a believer in, in the Saints at this point. I mean, they've choked too many times. But I I don't know, man. I, I think the Bucks. If, if anybody's going to get anything out of – out of Tom Brady, it's Bruce Arians, and I, I'm I'm buying the Bucks at this point. I'm buying stock on him, so we'll have to see. But uh, you know, obviously Brady, not the only other free agent uh, leaving uh, his respective team to go to another one. Philip Rivers signs in Indianapolis. Ryan Tannehill re-signs in Tennessee. Evan, as a Texans fan, you know, obviously at this point, I mean, there are uh, the 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 AFC South getting a little tougher at this point. Are you still buying the Texans as favorites in the AFC South, even after the D Hop? Are we? That's what I'm saying. Are you buying that? No, I think Tennessee's a favorite. They went to the AFC Championship game last year. Yeah, and they're only getting better. I mean, they that's they're Rabel, getting better. Rabel's, but... Rabel's figuring it out. Yeah, but at the same time, they're not going to be playing. Uh, they're not going to have the cheap contracts. They're going to have to franchise De- uh, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill. Go- or How do you Ryan feel Tannehill. about that contract? Speaking of QB contracts, it had to be done. It had to be done at this point. Four year, one twenty, right? Yep. I don't Which know if this has been updated or not, but from Vegas Insider, the Tampa Bay are fourth win the NFC. Okay, so who's who they got in front of? Obviously, Sam Fran. Sam Fran. Ooh, let me let me take a let me take a stab. I'm gonna get I'm gonna guess uh, you got they're gonna put the Saints above them. Above Bucks, yeah. Yeah, above the Bucks. So you got them, and ooh, who is that? Is that is it gonna be uh, is it gonna be Green Bay? It's not Green Bay. They are Dallas. Best, then it's got to be Dallas. Dallas. Wow. All right. Dallas at two. Saints wow. at three. Bucks at four, and then Packers at five. Oh, wow. okay. All right. All right. We'll have to see. I mean. Obviously, I like the Bucks here. I think they got a lot of upside on this. On this, and I mean, if everybody stays healthy out there, that's going to be a good team. What if, uh, what if they pull another uh, trade throughout the year? They bring in John Gruden like they did back in the day. Uh, trade him, bring him in as the offensive coordinator or something, back like they did back in two thousand two. So I'll tell you this: I think I looked at this the other day, and Tampa was at like ten to win two forty for the Super Bowl. I just looked at this ten to win one sixty. So I guarantee you that Brady money's pouring in. All right, all right. Well, hey, but I mean, I, I like I said, I like them at this point. I like them in the NFC South. I like them over the Saints. I think the Saints have another are going to regress again. I'm not a believer in Drew Brees. Oh, I was going to ask you that actually. If we have one minute, I want to ask you too. Who has better stats next year, Tom Brady or Drew Brees? Tom Brady. I'm taking Brady all day. I think it'll be close, but I'm going to go with Brady. Yeah. Who's going to be the Patriots quarterback next year? That's another question there. I think it's got to be Brissett. Brissett's I don't even know who the Brissett. backup is in, in New England. Uh, they got uh, Jarrett Stidham, the guy out of Auburn, went to Baylor and then transferred well, to Auburn. that's not going to work, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll <laughs> see. I mean, Belichick might just kind of pull that move. Like, no, I, I'm smarter than everybody else. Uh, you know, I, uh, I'm going to go out there, and uh, Jarrett's going to throw the ball around, and uh, we got this. If Jarrett Stidham is, like, 
the new goat, what would you do? <laughs> that would that would destroy Brady's legacy. Yeah, that done. would if Jared Stidham just won five Super Bowls. Yeah. yeah, like it would just Tom Brady would like almost go down a league. Yeah, okay. That'd be the only thing. We okay. talk about Patty Mahomes yeah. winning seven Super Bowls. The, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was about to say I'm I'm sitting here as a Chiefs fan. I'm watching all You're this parody this. in this, and I'm like, who who is going to contend with the Chiefs next year? Who? Got the Ravens? Maybe are are we buyers in the in the in the third year of Lamar Jackson? Your division's so bad. Yeah, Chargers luck. quarterback. Yeah, Broncos. Yeah. Good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's but be I, a good year. I just hope they have the season, dude. Yeah, yeah, obviously, gotta wait. Gotta wait and see at this point. I mean, hey, NFL is kind of one of those ones. They're like, no, we're staying on track. We might not have people in the crowd. We might not have people for the draft, but. Uh, we're keeping people out there. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, before we go a little bit, we got a little bit more to talk about. I, I want to get your thoughts real quick before we go on this. Uh, of course, NBA time off. Rockets obviously really slumping at the break before they got uh, before we had the whole coronavirus suspension at that point. So, uh, break. Obviously, we're gonna have probably a couple months, at least a couple months, for the Rockets to get out there. Uh, good or bad for the Rockets? Got to be good, right? Can't. I don't. You can't call it bad. I mean, it's already as bad as it could be at this point. But I mean, hey, they had a, they had a little bit of momentum. They got that big win against the Timberwolves with no Carl Anthony Towns, sending them into the suspension break. So you know, maybe that propels <laughs> propels them. What are we like the, two and seven, two and eight, like last <laughs> nine, ten games? I dude, I don't. Know. We, they had the four game losing streak, and it was it was awful. It was very. Who very did we bad. lose to? The Magic, Magic uh, Hornets, Knicks, yeah, and the Clippers. S- no, we beat the Celtics. Celtics were the last yeah, one big, and, and then we went awful losing streak. Oh man, is small small balls being exposed, man. I, the, the thing, I, the thing I said about this that I was worried about the entire time, I was like, why are teams so scared of our three point shooting at this point? They're like, we have what is our best three point shooter? Thirty five percent. Eric Gordon shooting like twenty nine percent. And then uh, the thing that was working for us is Russell Russell Westbrook. Cleared, was, the lanes were able to be cleared out. He was able to drive the bucket. I think teams are starting to get to the point where like. Well, no. Let's just stop. Let's stop Russell Westbrook from going into the paint, and then let's just let them take their three-point shots, and we'll live and die by that. And I think it's really, really hurt the Rockets at this point because they don't have the knockdown three-point shooters. But we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting when it gets back. Also, Justin Verlander had the uh, groin uh, surgery. Time off. I, think- I was a little confused about that. I thought it was his lat. That was. Pro- Giving him problems, but now he's getting it's his groin. It's groin. Uh, you know, too much. Uh, too much time with uh, Kate Upton, I guess. Uh. That'll do it. I will do it. <laughs> uh, but hope you're not listening out there, mom. <laughs> but uh, no, Justin Verlander. Yeah, Al. But hey, here's the real question with the Astros: Is this hate gonna die at all? Is this hate gonna? Is this gonna help the Astros? You know, people are gonna be so ready for baseball to be back that they're gonna be like, no one's talking hey. about it anymore. Exactly. Are you, are you kidding me? I'm just saying, man, it's gonna die down a little bit. No, it's not. Yeah, people people forget. Yeah, people, heels, are go- people are not going. People are not. If the MLB season start, MLB season starts anywhere near on track, people will not, it's not forget going about to. The not going to at all. I do. It July, would have to be 2021, yes. like until people are gonna it's forget about forget this Astros thing. The, the strength of their protest. I mean, because of go the, the global pandemic, yes, that is a distraction. If that's the question. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. People are going to be excited for baseball back, and they're going to be, like, oh wait, we, we're playing the Astros today. Yeah, let me boo a little bit. No, I don't care. We got baseball back. You know what? I love everybody. Because yeah. it's a um, dividing figure. Yeah. Dividing Watch. I don't know why he's a dividing figure. Polarizing. He didn't even cheat. Polarizing. You know, yeah. we're we we're watching this the other day. Sorry, I'm going to get on a little rant here. We're watching this on YouTube. The uh, the supposed. Altuve buzzer where he hits the home run we off of Rodgers Chapman. Yeah, we were both there. I'm watching this. I'm watching the replay, and of course, I go look at the comments on YouTube. People are like, "Oh, cheater! Glad to know he got he was that was coming." You know, and it was like that stadium was quite a buzz. All this, but I'm I'm watching this. So the count's two zero. 
A great hitter's count. So Araldus Chapman hold, throws a hanging slider, 2-0. It's at first strike. So normally by baseball parameters, and again, I know base, MLB is a different animal. You, guys can throw anything on any given count. But 2-0, what you see 2-0, you're likely going to get 2-1. And so what does Chapman throw on 2-1? He throws another hanging slider. And, of course, Altuve sends that into the left field bleachers. And he couldn't get a hold of his fastball, so Altuve figured he's not going to throw the fastball. I mean, at that, just, he, I don't the know. Two, the, two, the two balls were fastballs that... Uh, Chapman couldn't get a hold of. Yeah. Couldn't, That's how he started his 2-0? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so people are out wow. there saying Altuve's cheated, and by all reports and indications, Altuve wasn't using the trash can system, which, first off, they weren't even using in 2019. Get over it, people! They hate us because they ain't us. I have nothing to say on that, so... Hate us because they ain't us. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, guys, this was, this was pretty fun here. Before we get out of here, though, uh, you know, we got people out there, they're listening to us, uh, coronavirus out there, out and about, people stuck in their houses. So I, this kind of came to my thought in my head before we started the show. You know, we got to give some people, you know, some good sports games, sports uh, sports shows at this point. So well, let's go ahead and give them. We got top. Give me your top four sports you're, you're games. Steal all mine. Go ahead. I, I I know one of these that's coming up. But yeah. hey, if you have a chance, we're gonna give you the best sports games to play. Video games. Video games. Yes, that you can play out there right now while you're in quarantine. If you have a copy of it, what was the last NCAA game? 14, 13? Uh, D- Robinson. Denard yeah, Robinson. Denard Robinson. Johnny Manziel's sophomore year. That was, I so. think that's got to be my favorite. Ooh, of NCAA sports football, really? Game. Of sports of video sports game. games all time? Yeah. Yeah. Is it because of Johnny? or? No, it's was, not necessarily Johnny. It's just I love playing the NCAA games. It's yeah. got the best graphics cool. and gameplay because it's the latest it one was, that came out. It was. I, I'll give you that. But, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna go out there. So, get, you, first off, okay, give us three more. Well, you got three more. I know I know one of those that's got to be in your head. Why are we doing four here? Yeah, um, I don't know. Okay. Well, give them 12. That's enough time to that's enough time to give people uh, you know, they can play 12 they can play 12 games while the coronavirus outbreaks out there. They're staying inside, man. Fair enough. They need they need things to do. You know what? 10, ten games a piece. Go yeah, yeah. <laughs> And make it 20. You know what? This thing could go on till July. <laughs> and as pol- and just like Al is the polarizing character character Pablo Sanchez. Oh, backyard, backyard baseball. baseball as overrated, yes. overrated as he is, he is still in our hearts as number one. And that's wait, why we come oh back to Oh, my God. Did he baseball. just say Jose Altuve was, uh, was Pablo, overrated? No, oh, I think no, he I'm sorry. Sanchez. I'm sorry. Jose Pablo, Altuve. Uh, Pablo Sanchez. He, he racistly <laughs> <laughs> compared him to uh, Jose Altuve. Okay, okay. So we got, we got backyard so baseball. Tyler can't come on the show anymore. Oh, yeah. No, so, okay, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, mom. Again, really short. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, okay, all right. okay. All right. So give us two more. Give us two more. <laughs> Y'all calling me racist here? That's <laughs> terrible. I don't want to keep going. Oh man. Um. Uh, let's see. All these sports games do I like? Yeah, I don't know. Pass it on to you. Okay. Two. All right. I. You know. I thought about this. Uh, my four. I. First off. And I'll give you reasons for for all of them. NCAA football five. Vince Young, sophomore year. Not everybody knows about him. Man, just run around with him. The funnest game. I probably spent more, spent more hours on that game than I have any other game in my life. Uh, other sports game you got to go with Madden 04. Michael Vick is the most fun character to play with any sporting event. Fight me on that. I guarantee you, Michael Vick, the funnest character to ever play with any game, sports or not. I got no arguments here. I, I mean, I don't. That's that's asking a big question, dude. I mean, I'm Madden just, players fight me over it, bro. Michael Vick's the best. Uh, Bo Jackson on what's what's the game he's invented? Bro, we, on? Okay, you have to be alive. Bo Jackson on Techno Bowl. You haven't even played that. You I've just heard that. Okay. That. All right. Uh, let me get uh, three. Ooh, this is where it gets tough. You know, I'm gonna put backyard baseball in there. Backyard wow. baseball is a hell of a game. I'm gonna. I love backyard baseball. 
But uh, ooh, four. Gosh, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, ones that come to mind. Uh, you know, MLB the Show has always been up there. Great game. But I'm gonna go with this one. NCAA MVP Baseball 2005. I think that sold about a whole 75 copies, and they, it was only there for about two years. But it was an NCAA baseball game. That game revolutionized baseball games because they had the joystick as far as uh, using it to hit with guys or hit. Hit with stick. Hit stick. Yeah, the hit yep. stick. I mean, it was revolutionary. I'm convinced that a lot of these games, like MLB The Show, stole some stuff from that one. It was a great game, and plus, I love Texas baseball. So, I'm gonna say those are my four favorite football or sports games. So, Evan, what you got? There are so many to pick from. I'm surprised you guys didn't branch out at all. Like Mario has a whole segment of games. I'm actually my first one, which isn't my favorite, but I think it belongs on this list. Wii Sports. Okay. It's a classic, dude. You play with the controller. Enough, you enough. guys tell me you, the first time you didn't play Wii Sports, you didn't have a good time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but it was one of those things I played like twice, and I'm like, okay, I'm no, Wii Sports this. is a good game. I was I, a hefty child, if you don't remember, you, you Evan. So you were sweating as too much little after a game as of Wii little Sports. physical exertion. It's a video game. What am I doing? Um, moving yeah, my exactly. arms? Like, yeah. I'm supposed to have yeah. a controller in front of me, so you know, I, 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 um, I'm, 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 I'm out on Wii Sports. Um, fair I'm enough. Out. Uh, number two, I got to go with uh, my favorite Madden game, which is Madden 06. Ooh, um, Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb, the, the Eagles. Vision, I QB, I miss QB that. Vision. That's I love one. QB Vision. That's a good one. I was a big fan of QB Vision, and uh, it was one of the first ones to incorporate the creative player, Ooh, where you yes. could play as them. And I remember you had the different parents yeah, that you could. Get I was a, re- choice, I, was a re- I was a receiver, and I made myself like six foot ten, and I got drafted <laughs> by the Vikings, and I just made Dante Culpepper run me go routes for like thirty hours in my room, <laughs> and I probably had like ten thousand yards receiving that year. So that's got to go on there. Uh, also, another NFL game, NFL Street. I've got to put it on there because I think that choice. is my all-time logged hours game. I'm a big fan of NFL Street. If anyone's never played it, go out there and play it. Number four is where it gets tough. I don't know. I almost want to go with something a little off base, but I can't think of anything. No love for the baseball games except backyard baseball. I, I guess do backyard try baseball out, is good though. Uh, MLB Slugfest. That's one. Is that oh yeah, the Blitz yeah. kind of game. Yeah. yeah. We, we haven't played it, so we can't yeah. rate it really. But I really, it looks promising. Okay, I, fair enough. I like that. I like that. But oh, so what you got as your fourth game, Evan? <sighs> Man, that's tough. Um, shout outs to uh, our friend who's in quarantine in New Jersey, Ryan Potter. I'm gonna go with Tiger Woods PGA Ooh. Championship 2013. 2013? No, it's a great laid back game. Uh, very fun to play with your friends. You know, dollar a hole, just do your thing. Yeah. You know, the other PGA one that I, I thought I should have put on there, 05. I remember I played that one. That was like the first year they had the spin oh, yeah. on it. Man, dude, you could, like, on 05, you could change the spin, and it could, like, that ball, you would hit it, like, 300 yards, and then it would go, like, an additional That was another one that was fun on the Wii. You could have the little club extension and do that, you yeah, know? No. no. Yeah, too much physical exertion. Oh, uh, yeah, once okay. again. Yeah, you know what? We're doing as little physical exertion as possible. we got to keep those lungs yeah. clear, Evan. Everyone's going to come out of the pandemic at like 300 You're going to have people... We're talking to people out there with coronavirus, and they're going to get Wii Sports, and they're going to uh, die because of this. I'm so you know sorry, what? You're uh, responsible, Evan. I'm sorry. I'm off the show as well, I guess. <laughs> Just you doing it for now. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, guys, that's about all the time we have for today. Tyler, thanks for coming on, man. That was a good time. It was fun. Myself. It was fun. This is fun. Yeah, as we said, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, obviously, I'm sure you heard some of the background noise on this one. We'll see. Next week, we, maybe we're back in the studio. I'm doubting it doubting it at this point, so maybe we'll have another podcast for you, Free Agency Crazier. Evan, thanks for coming on. Thanks to our studio audience out here. Shout out to uh, Nicole in the back. Of course, got a little studio audience here for the first time. So uh, can, can we get a round of applause? Get some hip hop parades. No, there we go. Right. There we go. There we go. <laughs> solid, solid, a solid show today, guys. 
Uh, you know what? If I'll tell you what, if we get if we get five plus listeners, then we will get do some studio giveaways. How's that? <laughs> Is there any like likes or any way to tell this? Like, can we have like a tenth like on something? Uh, you know, if you go to SoundCloud, I think you can see how many people tuned in. But I don't know, man. If you are a hundredth viewer and you screen cap this, we're gonna send you a gift card to Evan's gonna send you. I'll a gift send card. you a gift card. Okay, hundredth like listener. I like that. Oh, man. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Maybe tune in next week. We'll see, obviously, if we got some more things in the news. Hopefully, sports will be coming back before we know it, um, and then we'll have a lot more to talk about. But you've been listening to Wildcard Sports on Clear Lake Today Radio.